0: Today on the Trend Out Loud podcast, does OnlyFans make you feel comfortable and does it make you feel like you may want to get into the sex industry? What up? It's your boy Trend Out Loud and I'm back with another episode. Let's go. All right, you guys, I got a good show for you guys. Yesterday, I was tired. I told you I just got off my uh, my flight from Tampa. But I'm back. I got my energy back. I got a good show for y'all. Let's get into it, baby. So I don't have that much entertainment news. I have more like topics, question topics, which I think is good. Sometimes I get, t- I get sick and tired of like the celebrity news. This is happening with Diddy. This happened with Le- Le- LeBron James. It's kind of just like following up. So I kind of, I'm always going to do entertainment news because I do like it. I enjoy it. But, um, now, I'm going to try to do more like half and half instead of just talking about celebrities all the time. Anyway, so um, we are going to talk about uh, Julie Black um, stack Dayton men, dating three men in one day. We're going to talk about Helen Boudram, a.k.a. Um, I Am Helly, having a surgery to bring herself back to being a virgin again. Um, Ruby Rose, a crazy fan of hers on OnlyFans, spending close to $90,000 on her. And Natalie Nun getting uh, refused by a restaurant in Washington, D.C., claiming that uh, she's a black woman working on a black Zeus network. That's why she's going to be refused. So we're going to talk about all these subjects. Tune in strap up. Let's go. All right. Let's start out with uh, Queen Julie Black. Uh, for those of you who don't know any Canadians out there who don't know this name already, you should know she is the queen of R&B, the Canadian queen of R&B. To my American or worldwide listeners, she is the Canadian equivalent to Mary J. Blige. Um, So, uh, Julie Black, I think she's a co host sometimes or a guest co host on um, the social, uh, which is equivalent to like The View. Anyways, she was on there and somebody asked her about stack dating. um, And she said this Would you stack date? Would you say, Okay, I got three guys lined up today? Yeah. You would. Okay. Okay. I think it's important. Yes. It's important to have a rotation. So, it's funny, right? Because Back in the day, if you had a girl that was dating three guys in one day, it, people would call her a hoe. I mean, let's just call it what it is if you're dating. So um, I was like, okay, hold on. If Julie is going to be saying this on TV, because I know for sure Julie ain't no hoe at all, far from it, then I was like, yo, maybe this is something I don't know about. So I researched stack dating. Um, let me read to you a little bit what I what I found on stack dating. Um, and this was a term whatever kind of normalized by uh, Gen Z. Um, and so what it is is uh, for general Z's. uh gone are the days are spending hours in a bathroom, getting ready for a first date. According to Tinder 2013 future dating report around 51% of global tender Tinder users from age 18 to 25 are making dating a low pressure part of their regular daily lives, whether they're uh, sneaking in, Dates after morning exercise class or meeting up before dinner with friends. Um, fitting in dates when uh, whenever works. Sorry, fitting in dates whatever works for them is what Paul Branson said, who is the uh the uh, president at uh, the Tinder Global Relations Insight Expert Stack Dating. So make a long story short, it's it's taking away the um. I think like the officialness of dating where it's like, let's meet up on my way to do groceries. Let's meet up on my way to a fitness course, et cetera. But what I don't like, what I don't love about it is that it seems like a little bit like impersonal. And I think like the, the things that you could get done meeting face to face that casually and that quick, like you can do over a FaceTime, like just FaceTime me and have a, a, a like a, a little like, I don't even want to give somebody that half an hour. Like, I think that, I, I don't know. That's why I'm torn. Like, uh, cause on the, on the other side of me, like I get that the in-person is always going to be completely different, but I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, meeting you at, you know, half an hour during my lunch. It's like, uh, I, I don't know. I, wish, I guess I would have to do it to, to try to find it, but I would feel like it's very like, Interviewee, like, actually, I would feel actually more pressure stack dating, to be honest with you, because I know if we're going out to dinner or we're going up or we're meeting somewhere at a club or you're coming over, I'm coming over, whatever. Like, I know that we have quote unquote, you know, a couple of hours to just hang out or chill or whatever. And I just feel like the environment is more conducive to be, you know, to be a little bit more chill than to like be meeting you for half an hour. And, and the thing also, the thing about stagnating is that you do it and you have like four or five guys or in the, for the guy version, you'd have four or five girls in a day. And I just, I don't know. I just don't like the interview rushed low, low, low vibration. It just feels like low vibration to me. It feels like a job interview and it feels like, like everyone's gotta be perfect in at half an hour, you're never gonna see each other again. Like I feel like whatever you're getting across in that half an hour, you can get across in a phone call or a FaceTime. So let me know what y'all think. Um, let me know on I just want to know honestly, like, is that hoey for on each side? Like, is it hoey that you're meeting up, you know, two, three, four guys or girls in a day? Um, and also too, do you feel like that's something that you would want to do? I don't know. Just, I, I told you what I think. Let me know what you think in the comments below. All right. Next up, Helen Boudreau. I am Heli, um, is doing a new thing where she got a surgery to make her become a virgin again. Take a listen. You said you had a big surprise for us. I'm excited. I just got a surgery to be a virgin again. What does that mean? How is that possible? You got a new hymen. Yeah. And now you're a virgin again. It's been seven days. What's the plan? I want to restart my body count to zero. <laughs> I want to find the right guy who will take my virginity. That's the most wholesome thing I've ever heard. It would be an honor if we could help find the guy to take your virginity on the show. The Bachelor, but the virginity episode. Let's do it. We'll fly down like a top three and they compete. All expenses paid. And then we'll do some type of in-person competition. I'm so ready. So, you know, Google is my best friend. So I went to research how to become a virgin again. And really what it is is that... You're, she just got her hymen fixed, right? Uh, which, which they say in the video. But I went a little further to try to find out the details of this. Um, hold on. Let me pull this up. Yeah. So it says here, hymen repair surgery, also known as uh, ha- uh, hymeno- hymenoplasty, is a simple procedure that will repair a torn hymen or build a hymen that is not present. Um, it is important to understand that the surgery will not restore virginity, but it will allow a woman to tear and bleed for the first time, time—the uh, tear and bleed the first time they engage in intercourse after surgery. You're a virgin. Wow. <laughs> you well, It's okay. I went on further, I won't read everything, but I went on further to find out that so a hymen uh for i'm sure women know but guys let me explain and bring everybody up to to par um it's a soft tissue that blocks the vagina the opening of the vagina and um first of all it doesn't only tear when you have sexual intercourse. It could tear putting in a tampon. It could tear, uh, masturbating. It could tear through various different ways. And it's not even really that far up. I, from what I read, it's maybe like an inch inside of the vagina, uh, the vagina opening. So it's a clever kind of funny way to get some internet talk and, and you have some viral moments. But, um, so, but what do you guys think about that? Like, do you think that If you have your hymen reattached, do you believe that that erases your your whole sexual activity? And do you think that becomes that makes you become a virgin again? Like it completely doesn't. It has nothing to do with it. Because um, there's some girls that will have sex and her hymen doesn't break or you do have sex. So it's really has nothing at all to do with it. I really hope, I'm, I'm pretty sure, but I really hope that she doesn't believe that this makes her a virgin again. I, I really hope so. Um, but uh, let me know what you guys think in, in, in the comment section below. Do you think that this is a way for women to be able to er- erase their past and and become Virgin again, do you think this is something that's gonna be popular? Like, is this is she on the brink of something and a couple of these girls out here who have maybe had a past that that they wanna hide or that they wanna forget about or or it's a restart? Like, I don't know. I'm not a woman, I don't know how that feels. So, ladies, I'm asking you out there, does do you feel like your hymen is your identification with your virginity? And do you feel like if you had hymen surgery that you would become a, a virgin again um, and, and if you did like I know she's doing it as a joke but if you did would you um, would you do it and not go back to your ways and say you know what this time now um, as an adult I mean most of us lose our virginities in our teens and most of us are like oh my gosh like I wish it wasn't with that guy um, would you if you did do it um, would you now wait for that special guy or wait for um the guy that you got, you got married? I mean, maybe, maybe Ellen is onto something, right? Like maybe this is a, you know, a, a mental switch that that some girls that are looking that that are not happy with their past. Um, But, or maybe vice versa, maybe you guys think that like, this is ridiculous. It's 2023. Women should be able to sleep uh around as much as men for men. It's accepted. Like this is, you know helen is taking us back like we don't care about our virginity, our virginity we don't care about our body count we'll do whatever we want to do you know you, you men go out and get a surgery to kind of reverse your uh your um your virginity are are we putting too much pressure back on women or is this taking women back um back to the to the olden days where they were discriminated against for their body count let me know in the comment section below Ruby Rose, uh, Ruby Rose has put out text messages um, and has released information about her number one subscriber on OnlyFans that has spent $90,000. It got me to thinking, like, women back in the days when they had, um, you know, prostitution or, or even when they were in the strip clubs, um, there was danger around uh, for women that were in the, the, the prostitution industry um, or just in the sex industry um, altogether. Um, even in the, you know, from magazines you know, Hustler and Playboy um, in the porn industry, you always, there's always some sort of uh, element of danger and pressure. And, and there's also an element of um, 95% of the time, a man taking a big cut of your money. So, um, Does this make it more comfortable for the, for the average woman out there to go onto OnlyFans? Um, and do you think that, um, that this would encourage, not encourage, but this, would this make you feel more comfortable to get in the sex industry? Because when you think about it, um, she's not having sex with anybody else. I mean, let's just take her for example, okay? Like Ruby wrote, she's not having sex with anybody on her on her, um, um, on her OnlyFans. She's connecting with her fans over the internet. They get to text her. They get to request from her. They get to, to FaceTime, but she doesn't have to touch them. There's no danger. There's nobody taking a cut except for OnlyFans. But you're in 100% control of your body. People are getting pictures and videos of you, but. Do you still feel like that's prostitution? For sure, it's still the sex industry, but does, I'm curious, does that make the average girl out there who would have those worries of, man, I don't want somebody touching me. I don't want a strip club. It's just not just not dancing on stage, right? There's guys groping you. There's guys touching you. There's, you know, the club owner, uh, making, pr- forcing you to go up on stage. There's so much behind it that I'm sure there might be some some women out there that will like, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't mind just showing my naked body. So I, that's my question. Like, does OnlyFans um, make you feel comfortable and does it make you feel uh, like you may want to get into the sex industry? Um, I feel, I mean, it's hard for me to answer these questions. I'm not a girl, but I think that would definitely make me feel comfortable. And I don't know, it's like, do you look at somebody who's on OnlyFans the same way that you look at a girl in a strip club or that you look at, prostitute, uh, at prostitutes? Like, is there a difference between some, a girl who's sleeping with somebody that's allowing somebody to penetrate her versus somebody who's just taking up their phone, putting it on a tripod, you know, FaceTiming with dudes that are sending them $20,000, $30,000? A lot of these girls just send them voice notes. Uh, A lot of these girls are, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, pictures of their feet or even more risque. I think that's what um, Iggy Azalea does is that she doesn't do naked, but she does very, very, very like pictures that wouldn't be allowed on Instagram, but they're not naked. So I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not a woman. Um, As a man, I could say uh, if I met a woman that was like you know doing escorting or doing prostituting versus um only fans I would like, only fans with no contact like I would definitely think that that's a different different um uh it's a different different uh perspective i don't know really what the word that I'm looking for not a different perspective but it's it's definitely different right um I don't know um if it would make anything different of how I would necessarily feel about dating somebody um, that that's in that line of work. Um, But, anyways, I'm asking you, ladies out there, man, does OnlyFans and having no contact, physical contact with men, does that make a difference to you? And does it make you feel when you hear that Ruby is making ninety thousand dollars from one dude? And I remember I told you last week that Iggy Azalea make is making, I think, $78 million on OnlyFans. Does this make you uh, women out there feel like uh, that you want to jump on OnlyFans? All right, and lastly, Natalie Nunn, uh, who's a star of Baddies on the Zeus Network, uh, she was in Washington, D.C., and she was trying to get into a pretty well-known restaurant called The Park, um, and this happened. I had a table reserved, and when I walked up, they said, Anyone that's affiliated with the Zeus Network, we don't care. We don't like what you guys represent. We don't like your TV shows. I gave them my American Express card on file earlier to book a table. They said I could not come in because they don't like the black network that I work for. Who is the owner? Because he's not black. I promise. So I'm going to say that I feel like the club. Uh, like the restaurant was wrong in in this situation. Um, and let me tell you why um, I understand uh, that the club uh, has, sorry, I keep calling it a club. I understand that the restaurant has a right to refuse service um, and they have a, ref- a right to refuse service. And, and, but they're not allowed to discriminate. Like you can't refuse like, Oh, we refuse women here. Or we can't, uh, they can't say we refuse, um, you know, a, a gay person or we can't refuse a black person, but they have a right to refuse service, but I feel like it, it, that, that, that runs on a very thin line saying, well, you guys are on a TV show and uh you guys get rowdy and fight on a TV show. It's a reality TV show. And we all know that reality TV is not necessarily 100% real. So for that is the reason that we're not going to allow you um in the club, in the restaurant, sorry. um, And just to let you know that Natalie was wrong because it, it is a black owner and it's a, quote unquote, black establishment. Um, and then also too, like, I don't like that. Like black people can't be racist. Like people, are, when people talk about this story, they're like, well, they can't be racist because, you know, they're black. You know what I mean? So it's just, I just feel like this kind of stuff opens the door for, um, for more gray area, you know what I mean? And now it's like, well, if you can refuse Natalie Nunn and her team at the Zeus Network and we could ban that out, like who's to say that you can't ban out like, oh, well, skateboarders or because or people, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is a rowdy bunch, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, or, oh, uh, you guys are graffiti artists. I don't know if I'm giving the best example, but you can't, you can't judge a class of people and say that, You know, like, oh, you can't discriminate against somebody being gay, but you can discriminate about against somebody who, you know, has a has a TV show that they're known to scrap and fight, right? That's like, you know, I'm like, oh, we're gonna we we don't have boxers here because a box or you we're gonna we we're banning UFC uh, fighters. No, no, these guys are crazy, man. They're in cages ripping each other's heads off. Like, you're, you're telling me that, um, that. You know, Natalie Nunn and her team don't know that the cameras are not on and you're not recording. I just feel like it 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 opens the door and can set a new precedent where uh, uh, they could use this as an example to say, well, if you could have that set of people that are not allowed in, then we can have that set of people. And then you're going right back to slavery days when, you know, black people couldn't go into certain restaurants or black people couldn't sit at the front of the bus. I just feel like that opens it up. Um, like For me, what I would do um, for the, with, if I was the restaurant owner, I would say, hey, we have no problem. Thank you guys for joining us and coming, et cetera, et cetera. Just wanted to let you guys know that we are a very upscale establishment. We don't want any issues here. We don't want any problems, blah, 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 blah. And just to let you know, like one hint or one sign of anything, and we're going to ask you guys to leave. I think that would have been better, giving them a little bit of a warning, and you have whatever one person of your staff, make sure that they stay around the table and watch them. That I think would have been a lot better than to saying, no, you can't come here because you guys are part of the the, the baddies club or, or baddies on, on Zeus. And you guys are known for fighting. I I, I just think that that opens up um, too much of a, a gray area. Um, and then before you know it, there's white establishments that are going to say that Asian establishments. And then we get into this whole discrimination thing and it, it, it could get a little sticky. Let me know uh, what you guys think about that below, um, and just let me know if you think that if if Natalie was wrong, you think the park was wrong, or you think I'm wrong. Let me know. Mm. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy. Turn out loud. Hey! Go to signupexpert.com forward slash Trent, and then once you sign up for all betting apps and get all your bonuses and get all your rewards, go to your app store and download. Bet stamp and use promo code TOL.